Hi, so it was the Kelp Hotline with Rainy G. Um, we're going to talk about water and acidity and pH balances and cardiovascular disease today um, and broken hearts and anything else that we can come up with. Having a great time on radio shows nationwide. Um, great interviewers, great questions. People who are actually getting interested and taking charge of what other people are going to learn, how they're going to learn it. Um, I've been asked to be on a couple of shows on a regular basis. I'll let you know about those as soon as those are, are uh, finalized. But um, with Deepak Chopra and Andrew Weil and other people like that, so that's a good thing. And uh, Forget the Cures, Find the Cause is becoming a more and more popular book and a more and more popular idea. So get the book. Uh, cardiovascular disease. I don't believe people realize how... Um, prevalent CVD or cardiovascular disease is in the United States or even what it is. If I say that to people, they say, well, I don't have that. None of my family ever has that. I say, well, okay, has your family ever had stroke, um, heart disease, heart failure, heart attacks, TIAs, high blood pressure, high cholesterol? Are they on medications for all of these things? Um, why, I don't know, because there are ways to change all that. But then when when they start saying yes, I say, okay, then you are in a family that is prevalent with cardiovascular disease. Now, the number one killer in the United States, of course, is dehydration. But the other problem is, is that when we do drink water, we're drinking contaminated, unsafe water. And uh, so you have, you, you've got the two evils right in front of you. Either you're not drinking enough water or the water that you are drinking so that you do get enough water is not healthy water. And I very strongly suggest that you go to our website, click on the water link. It'll take you over to the uh, link all about water, um, which is a good website. It, it um, talks about uh, water and water filters and um, breast cancer's relationship to water and the contaminants in water. Um, the man who runs that website is a friend of mine. He's coming over here tomorrow, actually. And uh, we have a water system that he developed and, and, and invented, the Genesis 2000. He now has the Genesis Ultramax. But our water system, our water filtering system for the entire house, is based on what the earth does, and that's what Steve has done. He builds these things and, and will deliver them anywhere in the United States. I'm not sure about other countries, but um, I could ask them to find out if it's international or not. I know that they are delivered anywhere in the United States, and uh, you get a plumber to install them, and all it is is, is connecting it to the water in and, and then putting the water out. Um, but, you know, you have to understand what they do and why they're doing it and how important that is to you. One of the other causes of disease is the acidic levels of our bodies. In America, we eat more acidic-causing foods and drink more acidic-causing or acid-causing drinks than any other country. And even if you're drinking bottled water, you have to be careful of, of how much magnesium is in the water, if there's a substantial amount, what the hardness of the water is in that bottle, whether or not it's leaching chemicals from the plastic. Um, and, you know, it's better than tap water, but is it good for you? You're, you're actually subjecting yourself to different risks by drinking bottled water. And everybody says, well, what's the answer? I can't afford a system or I'm in an apartment or 
um, I travel a lot. Well, there's a whole lot of things out there that you need to get educated about because, number one, you can't afford a system. If you can afford to spend whatever amount of money you are spending on Cokes and teas and coffees and uh, other carbonated drinks or fruit juices or or, or energy juices or energy waters, whatever you're doing, you can afford then to get a water system for your house and then fill up your bottles and take them with you. Um, if you think you can't afford it, we they have ways of, of dealing with that on a financial basis of $37 a month. You can't afford $37 a month to make sure that you're not one of the people, one of the many people in the United States who will suffer from some cardiovascular disease arteriosclerosis, uh, uh, TIAs, like I said, which are, which are really small strokes. Somebody in your family has had a stroke, they've had a heart attack, heart failure, heart surgery. You know, all of these things in our healthcare system cost billions and billions of dollars a year. It makes some people very rich, but it's the cost that bothers me. And the cost of surgeries, the cost of the drugs, um, the cost of other procedures that aren't considered surgical to alleviate some of the symptoms, and then the cause, the, the cost of death. You know, the mortality rates continue to increase. They're increasing more in women than men at, um, at certain ages. They're increasing in different populations in different geographical areas based on what's going on with the water systems, what's going on with the air. Um, and you can get all this information. You can do all the research that I constantly do. You can go to the EPA pages. You can, go, you can uh, look at just Google healthy tap water and look at all the sites that you can see that are some of them governmental you can ask your local water authority to give you its, its annual report and the annual report will list about six or nine chemicals that they've tested for and what their rates are in your water some of them not found um, but they're missing the other 700 <laughs> or more and it's getting worse there are more chemicals and more byproducts of chemicals um, seeping into our water systems all the time that aren't being listed in, in any of the water reports that you're getting. And I know people get tired of hearing some of this, but other people have written and said they're not tired of hearing this because they try to tell people and they can't seem to get the message across that there is a problem um, with water and there's a problem with not drinking enough water. There are more than 35,000 registered pesticides containing 600 chemical compounds and yet your municipal water system, the one in your town, in your city, is only required to test for six. Okay, many of these chemicals cause birth defects, nerve damage, sterility, and cancer. Um, we have a case right down here in Fairhope. I'm, I'm going to be talking to two women tomorrow and possibly being on a board to change the water system in Fairhope, Alabama. Um, people thought it was safe because it's coming from a well. Well, water must be safe, right? Not anymore. And uh, one of the women who's been doing some of the research for three or four years now has three daughters, all who have birth defects. And um, she was convinced and is becoming more and more convinced every day that it was because of the water. Well, it's probably true. So I'll be talking to them tomorrow and, and, um, and seeing whether or not I'm going to sit on the board for, for better water here. The World Health Organization estimates that about 75 to 80 percent of cancer may originate in our water. That comes from forever living. The General Accounting Office of, of the U.S. government says 20% of the nation's 65,000 community water systems are unable to meet standards set by the Safe Drinking Water Act. 
This is um, pretty scary, don't you think? And I, I do have people say, well, what am I going to do? You know, there's nothing I can do. Well, yeah, there's a whole lot of things you can do. 25% of all large U.S. public water systems contain traces of one or more toxic substances. They do not test for carcinogens and other dangerous chemicals that are, that are being found in the water when they do test for them. 87% of conventional sewage plants discharge excess pollutants. We've actually had uh, cases over in Florida where they found out in some of these construction areas, especially when they're doing, you know, building um, housing projects, etc., that when they, they uh, hook up the water systems, they're hooking up to the sewage lines instead of the water lines, and people don't realize that for several months, even in years, they're drinking sewer water that has been chlorinated. <clears throat> And that's a real healthy thing to do. Um, but then there's just the regular leakage. The EPA says that dangerous chemicals are leaking out of as many as 16,000 landfills throughout the United States. That all filters down through the layers of soil into the underground water reservoirs that are called aquifers. Trihalomethanes are created when chlorine reacts with decaying organic matter in the water. Okay, it contaminates 90% of the country's drinking water. All four compounds, including chloroform, were banned in 1976, but they're in our drinking water. Uh, cancer, of course, is, is caused by this. Cancer is not the leading killer in the United States. Cardiovascular disease is. It's, it's um, probably, about, I think it's 34 to 37% higher as a cause of death than uh, cancer is. Um, 1,268,000 new cancer cases, however, are diagnosed every year, okay? So if cancer has 1,268,000, cardiovascular disease is higher than that with more deaths. That's, um, that's, you know, several million people, including children, who are dying um, because of water. Uh, one woman wrote in one of the book reviews on Amazon.com, there's no way she's not going to take her child to the chlorinated pool. I don't take mine there. <laughs> I mean, you know, there's a lot of other places to swim. We have a, a neighbor next door who uses salt instead of chlorine. We use bromide in the uh, hot tub here instead of chlorine because we have a water system. We don't want it. Why would we chlorinate it? Um, it? Chlorine itself, even if you aren't absorbing it through your skin, which you are, just being in chlorine um, hardens. It can harden the arteries, destroys the proteins in the body, irritates your skin and sinuses, aggravates asthma, allergies, and respiratory problems. One of the byproducts that's very powerful of chlorination is um, excessive free radical formation, which accelerates aging, from chloroform. Normal cells mutate, um, cholesterol uh, oxidize, so now you've got a double problem, a double whammy hitting you. Another chlorine byproduct, DCA, which is dichloroacetic acid, alters cholesterol metabolism. And what are you, what are you hearing every day? Everybody's got to take these new drugs because everybody's cholesterol levels have have uh, risen or are out of what doctors believe are the limits. Um, a chlorinated acid called MX causes genetic mutation, and it's been found in every bit of chlorinated water for which it was tested. One other thing, VOCs. It's, um, VOCs are volatile organic chemicals. Okay, those come from the herbicides, the pesticides, and other chemicals 
-hmm. and it readily vaporizes at a relatively low, low temperature. So there's no smell or taste. You have to test for them to find them. They cause cancer, kidney, liver, and brain damage, damage to the nervous, reproductive, and immune systems. These are all in our water, people. And um, you've got to start taking some action to change these things, to um, go after your municipal water supplies and go after the bottling and manufacturers. I, uh, I looked at a list <coughs> that was prepared by massive studies on bottled water. Now, we've got a double, a double problem with that, too, for those of you who are concerned environmentalists. Um, bottled water is very prevalent. People are spending millions and billions of dollars on bottled water because they do understand that tap water is dangerous. But then what do they do with the bottles? Most people are not recyclers. What they do is they throw them in the trash. And the uh, the plastic bottles that are now filling the landfills um, are, are becoming a toxic waste dump problem themselves. So places like New York City are thinking of banning the sale of bottled water, as are many other places, so that you won't be able to get bottled water anymore. Now you'll have to resort to your tap. I would think that it's time to start thinking about what's coming out of that tap for you, for your for your children, what you're bathing in, what you're showering in. Um, I, I really, when you, if you could see all the chemicals coming down through that stream of water and what they do once they hit your skin. And, and you know, people say, oh, you know, can't possibly absorb through your skin. Our skin is there to protect us from those things. Okay, well, how come then we have things like, like uh, smoking patches and hormone patches and head-on, which gets rid of headaches and, and uh, all these other things that, that we're now being convinced to buy that go on the skin or against the skin to be absorbed readily into the body. Our skin does absorb, and it does absorb the chemicals that are in the water. We get hydrated through our skin the same way we get hydrated when we drink water. So we're absorbing on two different levels all of these things that are in our water systems, and, and you can do something about it. Um, if you can't afford a whole health system, there's there's other systems. And please go on that, go on the website and click on the water link and go over to this guy's website and um, get educated. You can look at his products. You can learn about tap water. You can find out what books to read. Um, for instance, um, your body's many crimes for water, which basically is telling you most of the time you're not hungry or sick or thirsty. Um, uh, he has a whole lot of stuff on there, and it's it's time to start learning. It's time to start learning about the acid base, the pH balance of your body, and and of the water that you're drinking. <clears throat> a lot of people will will listen to the diet and nutrition podcasts and broadcasts and read all the books and and um, listen to their trainers and and they're eating healthier than they used to. They aren't eating as much red meat or fish or um, uh, things like that. They're eating more raw vegetables and, and uh, you know, salads. It's become a very popular thing. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> oh, dear, here I go again. Sitting outside at, at midnight in humid weather with all of the uh, tree frogs singing around me and a uh, fan blowing on me. So um, I'm in my little screen house. And Brian, by the way, my friend Brian, don't worry about me being hit by lightning. I'm fine. I'm fully recovered. And uh, nothing to worry about. I'm still walking around. We've had some more storms, and I'm avoiding the lightning whenever possible. 
Mm-hmm. But anyway, the pH balance of our bodies is extremely important. And even though people are eating better, they're not looking at the, uh, the acidity of their water, which needs to be checked on a constant basis and should be up there at 7.8 to 8.5. Um, it's the potential of hydrogen in the water. That's what gives you that balance. If you're in a neutral state, you're around 7. And if you think about it, it's because our bodies are about 70% water, so you really want that acid base to be um, low. You want it to be 70% alkaline. Uh, so you need to check your water. You also need to check your food. Um, there's just so much out there that can teach you what makes acid in your body, and that's not the acid in your stomach. It's tissue acid that, that uh, permeates every organ in your system. If you build up acids, you will build up the potential for and the ability of disease, and it will live there because it loves acidic conditions. I've told you in, in previous podcasts when I talk about cancer, um, and I get these the sickest people in 14 states here, and when they come to me, uh, after talking to them for quite a while and checking many things, I will give them um, some pH tests. And you can buy pH paper. You can get it. It's not that easy because now they want you to be a medical person to have it, which makes no sense to me either. But you can get pH paper and, and test um, your saliva and your urine, which will give you two different indicators. Your saliva will, will tell you how your digestive system is working and um, whether it's in an acid or alkaline state, and your urine test will, will teach you about what's happened after digestion, whether you're get rid, getting rid of the products that you need to get rid of through your urine, because we do eliminate more toxins through our urine than anywhere else. Um, and it still should be at 7.8 or higher. And some people go a little too high. You keep, if you get too, totally too alkaline, you're totally out of balance. You need about 20% acid in your body to make your cells work because we, we have that sodium-potassium pump. The other thing you need to look at is what's going on with minerals in your water, in your in your food, in your vitamin supplementation. Um, a lot of water systems that are out there will remove the magnesium from water, which actually makes the water soft. So now you have this nice soft water. The problem with that kind of soft water, the loss of magnesium, is that um, it, magnesium the imbalance in your body also causes potassium, sodium, and other imbalances in your minerals, and you have uh, the start of a whole other cycle of problems that you shouldn't have. You know, one of the things my mother, who loves to take little things for her body ache, she's 83, and does the best she can, uh, when she gets a, a problem with her bowels or or uh, constipation or whatever, she'll take a magnesium pill because it helps the bowels to move. Well, if you're using soft water and you don't have magnesium and you have this buildup of other metals in your body, the one part of your body that's going to feel it first and foremost is your colon. And then you add the problem that you're also dehydrated. Now you have a colon that is drying up and cracking, allowing bacteria and toxic gases to come back into your body. And you don't even have the mineral in your system to help eliminate the waste that is in there in the first place. And you don't have the water to help push, to help push that waste out. So you, you, you've caused a vicious cycle here. Children, there are over 1.1 million children per year who actually are hospitalized and or die from cardiovascular problems, whether those are cerebral problems um, by the age of one to three, uh, heart problems, heart disease, all kinds of things that these kids are suffering from. Where are they getting them? 
some of it is from birth, some of it could be genetic because the parents aren't healthy, but we bathe our children, they're in the pools, they're drinking the chlorinated water, fluoridated water. Fluoride will kill your children if you keep letting them drink and use fluoride. Do not go to a dentist that pumps fluoride all over your child's teeth. It absorbs through the gums, fluoride will kill you. Look it up. If you have a computer and you're hearing this, look it up on the internet. Just Google fluoride contamination and look at all the things that you can learn about it. It will kill you. It will kill your children. It does not do, and it has been proven not to do anything to keep cavities from or dental caries from progressing in your children's teeth. Fluoride was uh, developed or pushed or spun or whatever you want to say as a, uh, a solution to dental cavities by Alcoa aluminum years ago. And the reason was is that they wanted to and needed to dump the, the uh, fluoride runoff from making aluminum. You know, aluminum became very, very popular, uh, especially in the, in the 50s and 60s, and remains popular today. And they needed a place to dump all this stuff, this byproduct called fluoride. So rather than just dump it and let it absorb through the, the earth, they actually caused a chemical to be um, uh, uh, accepted and okayed, I guess is, is the right word, I don't know. but. Um, to be treated as if it was a positive thing. And so everybody started saying and using the words fluoride and the dental. Sorry, we had a small problem there, so I'm just going to um, see if we can finish up this podcast real quickly and uh, not leave you hanging again. <laughs> we were talking about fluoride and, um, and how the aluminum industry actually made it into a positive thing instead of a negative thing. Um, avoid the fluoride. Look up fluoride. Go to Google. Google fluoride contamination or fluoride health problems and you're going to learn a lot. Go to our website. Click on the information that's there. Go to the water um, link on our website. Listen to what Steve has to say. Read what he has to say. Read the book that he has on his website. Keep listening to us and you're going to learn a lot about what's going on with your water. And, and you know, I hate to, I hate to, I don't hate to, I was, I was going to say that I hate to keep bringing it up, but it's something that has to be brought up because people have to take action and you can. You can go and to your municipal water authorities and your your local common councils or whatever you have and, and start asking for the proper testing to be done. And if they won't give it to you, fight them. And if you do find out that your water is contaminated, which 99.9% .9 of the time you're going to find out, the next thing you need to do, probably, is to start enacting a movement to, to force legislation. Um, and that legislation needs to say that you will be given a tax break of some kind uh, to institute healthy water within your home so that you can get payment, if you need it, for a healthy water system to be added to your home so that you're not bathing in chemicals anymore and you're not drinking chemicals anymore, which ultimately is going to save your state, your city, your, your country billions of dollars. So therefore, the state, the city, and the country need to start recognizing that it's a health risk to be drinking and bathing in our water without something to, to make it healthy and make it safe. Um, so we can do that. You can do that. And I'm going to be doing that locally 
and I will will give you periodic updates on on what's going on with that. But you need to start doing it in your own areas too. And it's gonna it's as long you know along with everything else, it's gonna change the acidity in your body, the acid problem that causes disease, and ultimately billions upon billions and billions of dollars of healthcare costs. That's that's the answer. Not universal health care, not all lining up, you know, for, for one kind of thing, but a universal approach, a holistic approach to understanding the problem with our water, with our contaminants, with our pollution in this country, and things that we can do to change it and do it in a in a positive, meaningful way for everyone that saves the country billions of dollars which can be put to use in so many other places. So go to earthwalk-usa.com, read the book, go to the links on water, go and read his books, read his testimonials, understand his products. If you go to his product link, you'll see the different products. And, and if you look at the Genesis 2000 or the Ultramax Genesis, you're going to see through the, um, the x-ray, I guess, of, of the actual filtering of the actual filter, what happens within that filter is, is going to be a lot like what the earth was intended to do to clean your water. So that's it. Uh, water and acid. I'm going to try to combine these two together. You're going to hear a little click or something, um, but it's Rainy G. I am glad you're listening. I'll be back in a couple days. Hang in there. Drink as much water as you can, even if it's not totally perfect yet, and find the solution to the water in your life. Take care.